0: This is the Life Origami Podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will be reading to you from our book, The Lost Guru. Uncover the mental habits that prevent you from fully inhabiting your life and accessing your intrinsic wisdom. We'll read a portion of the book. Amethyst and I will have a conversation about it, and then we'll put them out three times a week until the book's complete. Enjoy the show.
1: This is now uh, the section on there is no hack to bypassing your learning curve. What we discussed in our last show was you don't know what you want, you think you do. Um, and we talked about that nasty thinking virus of uh, chasing productivity and performance and how it could be a silent killer. And the reason productivity and performance hacking is so attractive is we crave And thirst for the easy answers and this drive for easy answers is also part of the problem. So that's what we talked about and I'm going to get into reading there is no hack to bypassing your learning curve. Your recurring life or business challenges cannot be resolved through improving performance or tweaking productivity alone. You have to get to the root of rotten thinking as it is surreptitiously draining your strength, sense of purpose and killing your momentum. Have you ever thought, I just wish I could stop taking myself out of the game? Do you find yourself setting goals and then dropping them or never starting them in the first place? The problem isn't procrastination, accountability or motivation. There is nothing wrong with you you have been infected with a thought virus.
0: What is this thought virus? It's thinking that if you can incrementally improve your productivity, you'll get more work done in the same amount, same or less amount of time. While at first blush this idea of getting more done in the same time or less amount of time is appealing, it does not address the bigger issue. The bigger issue is that long-term accomplishment requires long-term performance, which is realized only when there is a long-term consistent learning. A long-term pattern of learning will also require unwavering, persistent attention to your thoughts and habits over the long term. Living in the learning curve is mastery. When we want to bring meaning to our lives, we have to take a chance on doing something different. We need to get out of our comfortable chairs and enter the learning curve.
1: There is no skirting around or buying your way through the learning curve. We have to learn and work our way through it. This work includes being willing and ready to confront and examine all the attitudes fears and beliefs that might be holding us back. These fears are written into our subconscious with all the little stories that we have attached to and identified with. When we become attached to old stories and disappointments from the past, that we were worthless or feel we are also in the present, those old stories will continue to surface in our future. When we do that, we blow out the candlelight of being a can-do person who is on the path to mastery. Students of self-mastery follow their curiosities and fully inhabit their lives with ambition and passion. However, when we shrink back, this exhilaration and passion does not fully come to fruition in our life experiences regarding shrinking back remember as long as we hold back from acknowledging our greatness and our knowledge and intellect we are not embracing our capabilities and our full potential to learn
0: keep going when the learning gets tough mastering momentum noel birch an employee with gordon training international used the Conscious Competence Ladder in the 1970s. The four stages of the ladder suggest that we are initially unaware of how little we actually know. We are in a very real sense unconscious of our incompetence. This theory explains that as we recognize our incompetence, we are moved to consciously acquire the skill. Then naturally, we will wish to use and apply what we have learned. This theory suggests that when it is utilized without being consciously thought through, we have then acquired unconscious competence. In other words, we have become so good at it that we are not even aware that we are doing it while doing it. The four stages are unconscious incompetence, don't know what we don't know, conscious incompetence we know what we do not know conscious competence you know how to do something but it requires concentration and finally unconscious competence we have so much practice it has literally become second nature and we can easily and can easily be performed sometimes while doing another task we would suggest that when you cross over to unconscious competence, you are entering into mastery. In our opinion, mastery is a lifestyle and a mindset, a way of thinking about learning. It is a demonstrated willingness to continue to be a student, to treat every piece of feedback and interaction as an opportunity to learn and grow. Over the course of our lives, We have met a few people we considered true masters. One thing was common. They were all students first. Each of them were open to learning and seemed like they could learn anything from anyone, even a complete newbie.
1: They were humble, present always, the active observer, and their curiosity knew no bounds. It was like life was their classroom. Nothing was off limits, and they were eager and interested in people, their craft, anything which would expand their point of view and horizons. They were not intimidated by criticism, negative feedback, and in the face of an argument or disagreement, they still stood their ground, staying open and curious. It was more important to them to always be learning from the feedback than to be right.
0: This bears repeating. They were students even at their advanced level. They always seemed to somehow maintain the humility and curiosity of a new student. More and most impressive, they were comfortable being themselves and yet always open to insights, distinctions, and learning. These masters never became complacent or fell into the trap of the comfort zone because they knew it would keep them from stepping into their power. They would often laugh when discovering an insight, whoever and wherever the source. There was no pretense because they were always learning and teaching, often at the same time. Author Commentary
1: So, this is the dialogue part of um, uh, this re- this reading. And there was three things that we wanted to talk about based on what we read. Right. Um, the part that jumped out at me was the part about long-term accomplishment requires long-term performance. And the mindset and habits that support it.
0: Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? You, the, way you, the way that runners train to do the 100-yard dash, the 100, no, it's the 100-meter, <laughs> the 100-meter sprint is very different than the way marathoners who are running 26 miles, now I think they're doing it in under two hours, is <laughs> very different training. It's very different habits and a very different mindset,
1: right? Mindset, um, long term accomplishment requires long term performance. Yeah, I guess you can't just um, coast on a one time deal, you go and do a sprint and then, um, uh a sprint in whatever you're doing, say, in business, because we talk about business a lot. Right. You have to continually be learning and growing in that learning curve. Um,
0: right. And the key there is to be in the learning curve, it, it, to be learning, which means if you're going to be learning, to have consistent long-term performance, uh, you have to have long-term accomplishment requires long-term performance. And that means a commitment to learning. Now, it's also very common. You hear people say, I'm a lifelong learner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's true. But are you a conscious, present, lifelong learner? You're extracting the lessons from a, are you observing the feedback that you're getting from life that life is giving you that your actions that you've been taking that have been producing a certain result? Are you cha- learning from that, extracting the lessons, figuring out what doesn't work? Because once you know what doesn't wor- what didn't work, you can change it to what will work, and then you adjust your approach. That's called learning. <laughs> It sounds simple.
1: Yeah. It's, um, I, now, what I hear you saying is that you're taking feedback from your actions. You're learning the lessons so that you can make the decisions to get into action, which creates movement. So we can be a lifetime learner and do nothing with it. Right?
0: Right. And so the, the real thing difference here is mastery, Would you, which I think you got an insight on.
1: Yeah. Um, mastery is a lifestyle and a mindset. Um, my example is, a, is it a diet versus a lifestyle change?
0: Right. right.
1: Yeah. Because uh, if it's one of your um, New Year's resolutions, it won't last past February.
0: <laughs> I'm going on a popcorn diet.
1: <laughs> Cabbage diet. <laughs>
0: so there's like... Uh, Theater popcorn, and then there's caramel popcorn, and then there's... uh,
1: Salted popcorn, all-dressed popcorn, dill pickle popcorn.
0: Caramel balls, popcorn balls.
1: (laughs) Whether it's popcorn or cabbage, it's still the same result at the end.
0: (laughs) Right, but but your point... Life's gas. (laughs) Your your point of a diet, going on a diet... Versus making a lifestyle change. So what's the subtlety there? What's the difference, Amy? Mindset. Same as the difference in the mindset between a sprinter and a marathoner.
1: Uh, We have to demonstrate a willingness to continue to be a student and to treat each piece of feedback and interaction as an opportunity to learn and grow. Learning and growing requires being ready and willing to change and learn and grow. So it means not just coasting it it means creating and getting into action and always being in cause to get the effect that you want And again, I can't emphasize more than enough how can you know what cause to stay in if you don't know the effect that you want
0: In other words, you what you're talking about is the result
1: Yes
0: so you, you, <laughs> so you don't know you, you, if you don't, if you're not clear about the result you want, you don't know what you have to do to be able to, in the last uh, set episode, we talked about the difference between going to, you wanting to travel and going to Calgary, Alberta versus Calcutta, India. Very different things that need to be accomplished. You need a passport, might need a visa, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Oh, Right passports and visas you don't need one to go to calgary
0: no 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 you don't you You probably need a driver's license license.
1: (laughs) well i have a backseat driver's license does that count (laughs) okay so uh, that's nice one i know i'm so smart Well, that's uh, the end of our commentary on that. And the next uh, show is going to be about living as a perpetual student.
0: Stay tuned.